Welcome to IB Talk, the leading podcast for the insurance industry across the UK and Ireland, brought to you by Insurance Business. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of IB Talk, the insurance industry podcast brought to you by Insurance Business. My name is Mia Wallace, Senior Editor of Insurance at Insurance Business. And today I have the pleasure of being joined by none other than Victoria V. Gallimore, People and Culture Director at The Clear Group, who is here to discuss how the narrative around HR in insurance has changed in recent years. Many thanks for joining me here today, V. Thanks, Mia. And to get us started, it'd be lovely to hear a little bit about your background and your route into the insurance profession. Absolutely, no problem. So I followed um, quite a traditional route into insurance in that my mum worked in insurance. So she was in a high street broker and I had seen and knew of the industry. So when I finished university, I finished with a 2-1 law degree and I decided to actually pursue a career in insurance and I actually have tried a a number of different things in the insurance industry starting out actually as a kind of assistant underwriter in motor trade and moving into compliance and company secretarial and then finally finding my kind of true calling in HR. Fantastic and as group people and culture director at Clear what are some of your key responsibilities and, and what does the usual day if such a thing exists look like to you? So I'm ultimately responsible for aligning all of the people and culture initiatives with the overall business objectives and goals. And that includes um, all of the talent management activities, such as succession planning, career development, and enhancing our performance culture, creating and implementing development programs and upskilling our employees, and looking at the reward programs to make sure that we stay competitive amongst our peers in the market, especially with regards to culture development and developing our employer value proposition. We want to make sure that we're supporting employees through their careers and providing an inclusive workplace where the individuals can feel valued for their contributions. So ultimately, everything that I do, I work with the senior executives that leads us back to that point. Um, And so the second part of the question, without sounding too cliche, there is no usual day. I can't believe I'm actually saying that, but it is absolutely true. There are certain times of the year where we have um, certain things that we are going to be doing, whether it be focusing on development programs, budgeting, performance management cycles and things like that. But um, before uh, I had a look at my diary for what was coming up and what I've done this week, and it has spanned everything from delivering culture and consumer duty training, preparing a first round of the budget, I've met with two recent acquisitions about how we can extend the people and culture team services to their businesses and how we can help embed them within the culture across the clear group. And I've looked at the all-staff party that we're planning on holding and I've written a couple of articles for our intranet. So again, it's quite an eclectic mix of tasks. That certainly sounds like there's never a dull day. Absolutely. Having been operating in the space for some time now, how have you seen the narrative around HR change since you began your career? So when I first came to the workplace, um, it was actually uh, before I actually started in HR, but we had personnel. So I kind of missed working in HR from that transition from personnel to HR. But I have been fortunate enough to see the perception of HR changing from a business service provider that was reactive to a proactive partner and a business contributor. 
And it's been helped, I think, by the implementation of the business partner model, which we have actually implemented across the Clear Group too. And by partnering with the business, we can actually be much more proactive in embedding the people agenda. And we can also support managers with advice and guidance when they have to deal with some of the more difficult people matters. And I've also seen actually that it's been great to see a number of my peers, including myself, actually start holding ball positions um, in in insurance companies um, and brokers. I mean, ultimately, when we say that people are our most important asset, they should absolutely be represented at the top table um, to make sure that the agenda is really prevalent in all of our business decisions. Then the, the last thing I suppose that we're doing quite actively right now is that we are moving away from a uh, an HR team, uh, which we were previously, and we are evolving into the people and culture team. And by doing that, we're actually putting the employees at the heart of everything that we do. Um, it takes on much more broader view and what how we support them really in what we're doing. It's about making sure that we put the employees first and that we answer questions such as how can we motivate them and how can we help them be their best every time they come into the workplace. Fantastic. And what are some of the key people and culture challenges that you're seeing impact insurance businesses today? The key challenges that I see mostly do revolve around talent. So there's been loads in the press and it's prevalent kind of conversation we're constantly having with regards to talent attraction, talent retention, and actually even the meeting the needs of the current workforce. So talent attraction, we know that uh, after the COVID pandemic, it was actually a lot more difficult to recruit people within the market. So we've had to actually really go back to what it is we could offer when someone comes into the clear group that makes them want to work with us and stay with us. We are quite fortunate that we have quite a low attrition rate across the clear group. And uh, we do think that that is because people buy into the culture when they come to work for us. They cut, they buy into that inclusive workplace where we're trying to make people feel that they can be individual contributors and be their best. And ultimately, we have um, like uh, our workforce spans over six decades now. And you do see the difference between what people want from when they come into work or when they work from home even. And it's actually about being adaptable and agile when it comes to communicating with people, when it comes to benefits, when it comes to kind of development paths, all of those things. It's just not one size fits all anymore. And we have to really kind of be adaptive and consultative with everything that we're offering. And completely agree with that. And fighting challenges with proactive solution really goes to the heart of the insurance proposition. So what are some of the initiatives that you've put in place in your role? So since I've joined Clear, we've um, had a number of initiatives. I, the, the first one, the major one, um, when I joined Clear, we didn't actually have anyone working from home um, and COVID forced our hand with that one. So we did um, obviously have everybody working from home. But that is something that we have as a business now committed to making sure we support that longer term, which we know is a real value to, to our employees. And um, other things that we've implemented, we implemented um, an electric salary, electric car salary sacrifice scheme. So that is um, people can get electric vehicles uh, as part of a salary sacrifice scheme. Um, so out of their gross pay. 
and we've introduced a whole new talent management program and we have also as part of that implemented a performance culture we including tools like a continuous um, performance management appraisal system where managers can help cascade actual objectives so people can see how it is their roles are actually achieving the overall business objectives. And with such a range of solutions in place, how are these resonating with the people at Claire? Yeah, so really good. Obviously, we've had to listen and adapt. We, um, With regards to the uh, performance management tool, we have worked with individual teams to actually be able to adapt that for how their teams work. Because again, not every team has the same set of objectives or actually monitors performance in the same way. And um, the car scheme was very popular. And we've, um, I think we've probably got about 18 cars um, that have been taken up through that. Unfortunately, I think some of them were delayed due to um, not our problem, not our fault even. Um, that is probably our problem because we didn't get the military cars. Um, but yeah, and when we started to talk about talent, we are finding that managers and um, and employees are really embracing those discussions, you know, like because they know that we're interested in it and we can actually start speaking and planning as we grow as a group about what their futures can look like. And that's really wonderful to hear, Fee, and obviously it's, it's great to hear these solutions being put in place and how they're resonating. And I wonder... What advice would you offer to those looking to create such healthy and productive work environments across their own insurance businesses? So I think like ultimately you need to develop a culture based on trust and openness. And you need to make sure that you've got strong leaders who support the culture and that they have the skills to lead and inspire teams. And as I mentioned previously, I don't want to repeat myself, but it basically having effective communication travels uh, channels, um, both formally and informally, that work both ways is a must because people want to know what's going on. And um, we have just launched a new intranet, which um, has basically changed the way that we're interacting with people, and we've had amazing reviews from, especially the newer acquisitions that are saying it's really helping them understand what it's like to be part of the clear group and recognize and celebrate achievements. Everybody loves a pat on the back. You know, like if you want to make sure that you've got a healthy and productive work environment, you have to do that as an absolute must. Making sure that you have an inclusive workforce where values um, that, that values and respect individuality. And I suppose my last piece of advice for people would always be to just continually review it. You know, like, I am a great believer of um, we should always be looking to improve things and the world doesn't stand still. So uh, the needs, as the needs of the people change, you have to be agile and responsive with it and like give things a go, basically. So a lot of really great advice there, I must say. And thank you for, you for taking the time to speak with me today and share your insights into the ongoing evolution of this people and culture piece. No worries. Thank you very much, Mia. Entirely my pleasure and thank you also to everybody for tuning in and I look forward to welcoming you next time here on IB Talk. Thank you for listening to this episode of IB Talk. For the latest episodes, be sure to follow us on all major listening channels.